Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Weird Internet Podcast, where we scour the bowels of the internet for y'all's enjoyment. I am your host, your devilishly handsome, according to my mom, host, Alejandro, here with my big, bold, beautiful, bodacious co-host, Fishtifer, and little Joralito at your service, as usual. What do you say, fellas? Pretty excited for today's episode. (laughs) I have no words. That was an intro I was never expecting in my life. But Well, we mentioned country VTubers last time, so I figured might as well get the reps in, you know, start to kind of build that muscle memory. Uh, oh, subtle, subtlety, subtlety, right? Like, you know, you, we just kind of insert a little bit and then like, you know, once it happens, they're like, oh, that, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We'll build up to it. We'll build up to it. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about true crime in the spirit of well hopefully this release is close to halloween so we're gonna we're gonna get a little spooky we're gonna get a little dark trigger warning everyone it's gonna it's gonna get real we're gonna be cracking jokes that may not be the most tasteful surprise i mean we've kind of been doing that the whole season but it's gonna be fun wait wait wait, hondro halloween isn't this going out at the end of this month wait what yeah we're we're nowhere near halloween (laughs) oh shit okay well I guess it'll start the season, right? Your reality shifted to Halloween. Yeah, dude, I'm my mind is so fucked. I've I took the I took DMT in Minecraft and then I reality shifted and it was all I don't know, it's all fucky to me. But you know what? Maybe maybe I'll just save this for next month or whatever. Or start it. You know how some people do like those movie marathons, like the horror movie marathons? Maybe start with this one and be like, wow. That was, it can only get better from here. And that kind of like starts off the tone. Of yeah, I mean, I mean this, this comes out like, I think October 1st was this, this episode. So, I mean, close enough. We can make the argument. Yeah. yeah. We'll table it. We'll table it for the next, uh, next time. Yeah. But so continue. Yeah. True crime. We, so we kind of alluded to it at the end of last episode. I didn't think that either of you would have any experience with this, but Chris, apparently you you are a big fan of true crime podcasts and shows. I dug into this stuff myself the last like week and a half. It is it is awesome. Like it is really entertaining. Stuff. Right? It's yeah. awesome, dude. It is really cool. I'm really excited to talk about it. Before we got a couple of housekeeping items, just kind of getting the context ready for all you wonderful listeners out there. So, what is true crime? It's kind of self-explanatory, but true crime is a genre that focuses on real criminals and the true crimes that they've committed. So there's all types of crimes out there, but mostly they focus on murder and like serial killers, that type of stuff. So when I say that, I'm thinking like Jack the Ripper, Boston Strangler, Zodiac Killer, (laughs) AKA, uh, you know, Republican Senator of Texas, uh, Ted Cruz. And then, you know, Ted Bundy, right? So like all these famous killers, I actually have another famous killer I'm thinking of guys. But I'm going to actually change my, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a hint. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to give you guys a little, a little hint. If you guys can figure it out. Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> Classic one. Classic one. Very good. Dude, who, who could, who could forget? Who could forget, man? The juice. The oh, juice. juice. So, who, who may or may not have committed a crime in Minecraft is kind of the, the whole meme around that. If the glove don't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you acquit, right? <laughs> That's facts right there. That's facts right there. You know what I something I didn't know about true crime is there's actually kind of a history 
that builds up to true crime's really massive popularity nowadays. Uh, so I, I really quickly wanted to just do like a timeline, just maybe two or three points from like the 1950s that kind of lead up to now where this is like a booming industry of just people watching, like making a murder and all this like really, really popular true crime content out there. So real quick, it all starts. Truman Capote. You guys remember Truman Capote? Who is that? He's like, a, <laughs> he's like an author. Um, he wrote this book. Called, Bro, I don't read. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? He's you a lost either. Yeah, you, you, Capote, you know, dude. Of, yeah. Chris only reads decks, dude. That this he only lives yeah. on present books. Nah, dude. I don't read books. Yeah, oh, jeez. Knowledge is dangerous. Yeah, that's why you gotta suppress it. That's facts right there. That's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this guy, Truman Capote, he writes this book in cold blood, which describes the killing of a family of four in a small Kansas town. Very interesting, thrilling tale uh, published in 1965, and it was a huge success in the public. Basically, it made everyone much more aware that these types of weirdos and crazy people were out there. Fast forward to the 1980s. Good old Ronald Reagan came into office um, Uh, the entire, but most of that decade. And with him came the fundamentalist Christians. Woo! Yeah. And so essentially what happened in this era, they call it the satanic panic. Sorry. Oh, the, the satanic panic. Yeah. Essentially, people with mental illnesses like multiple personality disorder started being diagnosed as devil worshipers. And innocent people were actually getting charged and convicted for moral crimes. Essentially, this fundamentalist Christian attitude of like anti-devil, that type of stuff, started to seep into actual like psychiatric practice and also like a lot of social like norms and taboos and this brought an insane level of paranoia and hysteria around criminals and people who were perceived to be like i know having these types of mental illnesses and so you know a byproduct of this is it actually brought a general heightened interest into this type of stuff into true crime and so that parlays into like ted bundy being such a popular figure i think that was in like in the 90s And then in the 2000s, true crime really boomed. And so you have a lot of these shows and eventually podcasts that got really popular. And it seems like at this point, a lot of people just have a general fascination with true crime. So there's a lot of stuff. Um, Definitely would encourage y'all if you're interested in like the satanic panic or anything like that, go and, and dig into it. But at this point, I, I really want to hear from you, Chris, about your experience with, with true crime. So I have one question. Okay. To start us yeah. off. Uh, so Chris, what is your favorite type of crime? My favorite type of crime, like, like favorite type of like true crime show, right? You can interpret that any way you'd like. So like mm. favorite type of crime, what's or your favorite like, crime? Well, what's my favorite crime in general? Yeah. Just, well, well you know, <laughs> Let's start with that. Well, you know what? Let's start with that. I can think of a couple. Things. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Let's just say uh, my favorite true crime series type. Yeah. What I really like are the pretty long format, like the true crime series that like take an entire like season of like, of like, you know, anywhere from like five to like 10 episodes to go over a crime from like the beginning, the historical context, all the way to like the implicate like 
Netflix does these a lot. And I think those are like really cool. I really like those. And within that category, the murder ones, always fun, always interesting. But there are non-murder ones out there too, like gangs, like uh, drugs, things of that nature. I enjoy all those. But the longer format ones, I do like a lot. Interesting. So in these types of shows, you have kind of the the whole buildup of the person or the maybe the group that that is the main like the focal point of the show the criminal and it kind of like sets up the stage kind of and like their their development into eventually like what they become yep and what they do yep dang it just explains everything all you wanted to know what's like your favorite part of that whole progression do you think it's like is it like when they're all happy or is it like when they do it and you get to see the crime scene stuff? Or is it like the the, the legal um, saga that yeah. happens after? Honestly, for me, it's the legal saga. Like looking at, you know, like the, like when you have the interviews with like the people, the community being like, oh, it was a scary time. And then like, <laughs> oh, we couldn't sleep well at night. And then the police being like, yeah, first we had no idea who it was. And then the slow progression to getting or, or not getting really, sometimes they don't, they don't, they never catch the killer, but like that is really interesting to me. And a particular sort of like subset of that, that goes into like criminal psychology is always really interesting. Like, like there's shows about how like the specific ways people are killed in the manner in which like their murders are done can be used to like create profiles on like what kind of person killed them. And those profiles help like inform who the killer might be i think those are really fun that's some criminal mind stuff right there dude yeah dude yeah damn what do you have a specific show in mind when you think about like when you're thinking about these answers are you like oh yeah this show kind of has it all Mm, ah, i mean not really i mean like i netflix has a good one on ted bundy they also have okay. a good one on the Night Stalker. Yeah, the, those are those are pretty good. But but like I said, I like the long format ones. But like honestly, I like any of them. Like the like the really fun short format ones are awesome too. Like the BuzzFeed Unsolved. Like those Ooh. are really lighthearted and fun. I, I like them all. Yeah, I, I think it's true. Crime is definitely one of the genres that is the hardest to make lighthearted and fun. That that's like the last two words. Right. But the thing is, like they, if they if they pull it off, it's I don't know. Hats off to you, dude. They pull it off, dude. They're, and you, there's like a drinking game you can play to Buzzfeed on Buzzfeed Unsolved. It's like and we and we haven't played this game yet. Uh, oh yeah, we haven't played it. Shit. What what are we doing, dude? Uh, I guess right. that's what our short form content next week is for. Oh, yeah. I'm so down. What is this game? <laughs> Basically, when, whenever certain things happen in the series, like uh. Mm, in this case, like the host, like one of the dude, like he wheezes a lot. He'll go like, <laughs> and so if he does that, like you got to take a drink type of thing, you know? And like, inevitably you end up getting really fucked up because he does that a lot, you know? Oh, and there's like other rules too. Here, let me, let me, let me try to find this. Okay. Okay. Man, ima- imagine us like, you know, after we do another hundred episodes, like, oh, weird internet podcast drinking game. Drinking game. <laughs> every time, uh, every time Jarrell laughs. <laughs>, every, every time Jarrell laughs while trying to say a sentence. Every time Jarrell laughs, laughs while trying to. Yeah, no, no. That's three shots for y'all. So, sorry. Yeah, yeah dude. Right yeah. here. 
Don't at me. Actually, at me, for sure. 100%. Every time Hondro does the intro to every episode. So, I mean, Please. which is at this point only like around like 26 times, but like, you know, that's, that's still 26 times if they watch we'll every there. episode. Yeah. yeah, we'll get there. Chris, you mentioned like criminal psychology. One show that I thought was particularly interesting and to be honest, addicting. I watched a lot of these videos was JCS. I don't know if you've watched their videos before. JCS. Yeah. JCS criminal psychology. They are a true crime YouTube channel. They have oh, an yeah. obscene number of, of views. Bro, I watched this shit a decent amount. Dude, this is one of those like channels that like somehow the algorithm just started pushing to everybody. Dude, at the yeah. Dude, this is hella Honestly. sus. This yeah. is hella sus. This is hella sus. I don't know sus. how it happened, but know, like dude. everyone, everyone got that. Um, Somebody what was it? Had a, someone. Right. It was like how to, how to fake being insane or like yeah. what pretending to be insane looks like. Exactly. Something like that. Everybody yeah. got that like out of nowhere. Dude, it got 50 yeah. million views out of nowhere. It was yeah, insane. That, that, there, there's that absolutely sucks. no reason for it for for it to blow up like that like yeah it wasn't even i wouldn't good. have i wouldn't have watched it yeah exactly i wouldn't have watched it if it just didn't pop up on the right side of my screen every single like time i opened youtube which is a lot but i don't yeah. want to admit that um, it, this, just for some context for the for the listeners out there so jcs started in february february 1st 2017 and their channel has 278,576,018 views it's their their videos are incredibly well done. The premise of the episodes is they go they go over a case of like someone obviously who's committed a bad crime, but they delve more into the actual interrogation aspect of of like the the whole criminal process and break down the tendencies that that person has during the interrogation, the tactics that the investigators and the detectives use during the interrogations to kind of break down and wear away the criminal to actually confessing. And so you get some really unique insight into how, how people can like break down potential, I don't know, like suspects to actually confess and to squirm it's it's fascinating to see the the psychological mechanisms at work and like documented by this channel good channel yeah wow they should you know they should sponsor you Andro, and this video um, i would be very excited for that just saying yeah. just saying yeah <laughs> uh, okay I, I i thought i had one example of, of JCS that I thought was really interesting where it kind of broke down the psychological mechanism of someone when they're doing something. So this is the example was the interrogator suspected this woman of killing the competing love interest of her old boyfriend. Let's call him Chris, his old boyfriend, Chris. So he asked her, can you tell me when you started seeing Chris? And then she proceeds to just ramble on like crazy about a bunch of tangential, mostly irrelevant details while circling around the actual question. And so what, when she does this, JCS pauses the, the video and he was like, this phenomenon is called terror management theory. So there's actually like, there's actually terminology associated with these behaviors. And terror management theory is when people try to escape from a bad outcome that's basically inevitable by escaping to thoughts that are more comfortable. And in this case, it kind of means going into like random thoughts that you're familiar with. And so that's what she was doing. And then you could see the fear in her eyes. And it was just so interesting to get that, that peek into the, 
the suspect's psyche during that moment. So there, there's definitely some interesting true crime stuff out there. And I, one thing that fascinated me especially was how much variety there is in the types of shows. I know Chris, you mentioned there's like the short form and then there's the more long form over an entire season. And then there's this JCS stuff. What kind of stuff do you, do you feel like is, is the most interesting? I think the easiest to get into is like the short form YouTube stuff, but right. I come away from watching like the longer form stuff thinking more like, Oh shit. Like that was insane. It's like so, a slow you know, burn, right? Like I feel like slow the burn. Form stuff. Yeah, I, watched, yeah. I watched a little of the Ted Bundy one and like, it's yeah. like, uh, like as they like reveal more and more about him, you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. this is, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's twists. Like, you know, the, uh, you know, the collar bomber one, that's a really good one. The collar bomber. Oh dude. Okay, dude. What? Yeah. There, there's a, there's a true crime show that uh, basically, like i think it happened in the 90s you know a guy walks into a bank with like presumably a bomb like a collar bomb strapped to his neck and he walks into the bank and he's like yo like if you guys don't give me the money like this shit's gonna blow up like please like you gotta give me the money well he doesn't get the money or he gets only a little bit of the money and walks around the police stops him and he's like yo guys please like you gotta help me and the police have their guns drawn because like this guy just robbed a bank right and then and then it goes off and he explodes and he dies and it goes it goes into like you know who might have made the bomb and like you know to what degree the guy who got blown up was like culpable if at all and it's, it's really interesting that's a good it's a good one that's insane Yep. I didn't even know this shit happened. How do you even get caught? Like, how, how do you get into that situation? He, he was a pizza delivery driver. He got called oh. to like a remote location and where he presumably got forced into putting the bond collar on and then, and then was told like, if you don't do this, like we're going to kill you. And they killed Jesus. him anyway. Yeah. God. I mean, that's, that is fun and interesting, Chris. Now that you mentioned it, that is, that's definitely like, I think understanding like the process of how some of this stuff happens, mm-hmm. it is, it's fun and interesting and it's kind of dark yes. how this stuff can be so fun and interesting to us. Yes. Humans are obsessed with the dark and terrifying and weird. Yeah. Agreed. Well, okay. You mentioned that for these longer form shows, you kind of come out of it with a, I don't know, a stronger feeling, maybe more of like a, an attachment to the story. How does the, how does, how do these types of shows make you feel like, do they put a lens over your eyes when you go into your everyday life after that? You're like, oh, this, this man's talking to me kind of weird. This man's avoiding eye contact with me and he's giving me a reason for something. It feels like he's, he's lying to me here. I don't know though. Let me, let me press on and try to try to squeeze an answer out of him. Like, do you, does everything kind of seem framed in like the context of criminal stuff? Honestly, not for the most part, because I don't have intrusive thoughts like that. Okay. However, I will say if I watch a particularly freaky series about, you know, probably a serial killer that has like a lot of problems, a lot of issues. And, you know, you're at night, it's night and the house is dark. You hear a noise downstairs. The mind starts racing. Oh my God. And this is why you only have a one story, like. It's true. There's no downstairs. You don't have a downstairs. No downstairs. Like, what am I hearing from downstairs? I don't have a downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why is there stairs? 
There's a second floor now? What the fuck did this shit happen? Holy shit. Yeah, that's fucked up, dude. We'll call it the serial construction killer where they build a second floor in your house. <laughs> yep. And then they-, <laughs> they secretly build a floor under your house and then they Holy come shit. up from there and kill you. Damn. If you, dude, if you get them to like build your basement and then like escape, and then now you just have a basement for free, like, that'd be pretty hype. Yeah. 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 yeah it costs that's like, I mean, that's like, that's like tens of thousands of dollars. You're just like, yeah. oh, do it for free. Like everything, you know? Next construction know. killer. Win-win, Appreciate dude. it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's kind of weird? Okay. Another question about like, so you mentioned, you know, it doesn't affect you too much. Mm-hmm. As far as like, have you watched any unsolved crime shows? Oh like, yeah, like like the Zodiac Killer, right? Like stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And with the color bomber stuff, like they never really figured out who did it, and like to what degree the people around were like involved. So stuff like that, it, it's it's interesting. Buzzfeed Unsolved actually does a good job of this, where they'll go over like all the prevailing because the series is called Buzzfeed Unsolved, right? They're all right. unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. Um, but they'll go over like the prevailing top, like, you know, anywhere from like three to like five, like theories on like who did it or like how it happened. And then they just kind of discuss like, yeah, this is probably the right one. Do you, do you think that facilitates the viewers to actually go on and do their own types of investigations and like maybe get curious, do a little searching around? Yeah, I'm sure some people do. I don't cause I'm lazy, but I'm sure some <laughs> people do. Well, I mean, there's I, a lot of reading involved, so there's that too. Yeah, that reading's true. fucking hard. Yeah, reading's impossible. I, fuck reading. Agreed. Yeah. I I was curious about these types of people. Like, I, I was wondering, are there people, when I think of, like, vigilante crime solvers, I think of the people, they got off a documentary, they're like, okay, I'm a, I'm a law student. I'm good. Like, I can do this. I know the law. I can, I can crack this case. Or like an off, like a retired cop, been on the force twenty five years. You know, I can do this. I I know myself. I know my abilities. I ain't retired until I solve this one. Right, right. I retired so I can solve these cases. And then, what I what I found on the internet as far as like vigilante crime solving groups, I found this this group called the Sleuth Syndicate. And so, Sleuth Syndicate, uh, they're essentially an online crime discussion organization. Uh-huh. that has a lot of different separate groups and each of these little subgroups breaks down the details of a different crime so each group one person will do like okay person a mm-hmm. they're missing what happened to them and they describe like oh this was the 911 call and you can and they break down the 911 call oh this person exhibited some suspicious behavior here oh this person definitely has like there might be something you know hidden beneath the surface here and they kind of discuss in, in, in that way. And they also do spread a lot of awareness about these types of crimes that go unsolved. And um, just Jarrell to you, to appeal to you a little bit, Sleuth Syndicate actually has its own newsletter, blog, oh. Facebook oh. page with subgroups, Facebook subgroups for each subgroup, a podcast. Oh, wow. They even have a podcast oh, and, a, and a TikTok account. Gotta be taking notes from these guys, dude. Yeah. They're, they're a media conglomerate, dude. I mean, yeah. they're, no, no, they're not a cop. They're a syndicate. Syndicate. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Syndicate. Syndicate. Yeah. I, I thought this was weird because when I think sleuth syndicate, you see all this, like they have all this infrastructure and all these like groups and stuff. It sounds like a bunch of hackers and like detectives and law, law people kind of putting their minds together. Cool. Right. Solving these crimes. But then I kind of dug into like the podcast and stuff. And to be honest, I think this is just a bunch of like 
normal people. <laughs> just like I watched, I watched Making a Murderer, and I was interested in true crime, so I decided, like, I decided to join Sleuth Syndicate. It's really just a bunch of like ordinary people, which is cool, but definitely not as romanticized as I thought it was going to be. Which is, you know, basically, Chris to, to frame it in in a in a way that's easily digestible for our weird internet minds. I think Sleuth Syndicate is like the ravelry of crime. Right. Interesting. Yeah. It's a grassroots community. Right. Honestly, right. there there's actually a true crime series. It's a Netflix series that's kind of similar to that. It's called like uh fuck. What's it called? Don't fuck with cats. Have you seen that one? I have not. What is that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yes. Yeah. I've watched I've watched a good chunk of this, dude. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's this like dude who he would like post videos of him like killing a cat or like abusing animals like online, right? And like the internet, like basically the equivalent of Sleuth Syndicate, but on like a Facebook group, I think, took it upon themselves to like try to identify this person to like try to get him caught. And it turns out like this person over time went from like killing cats to like actually killing like a person, like murdering a person. Dude. And then like a big part of it was like this online community had gathered a lot of information on like who he could be from like things in his background and his like videos and like all of that. And they like kind of cooperated heavily with like the authorities to like catch him. It, it was really insane. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Let's they, go it, people. They, Let's go yeah, syndicate. No, they, they like, was it they, what's the word for Chris? Uh, they had like reported about like, yo, this, this did like, this guy's like killing cats and like torturing them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a really bad indicator of what he might do in the future. Yeah. And yeah, it's honestly like, I don't know, like what, when it was dealing with like the actual like killing and torturing of like cats, like it was very, I don't know, like it, it was definitely more graphic and more uh, intense than like when they normally talk about murders of human beings. Yeah. Well, I don't know. There's something so like sinister about like this, this dude was like, this is like a teen or like a, basically yeah. a child and was yeah imagine murdering a animal. cat like that's not cool dude like you can't i couldn't imagine that that's just uh, unfathomable in my in my brain like it's not not okay not okay dude, dude uh, yeah honestly man nanners yeah. i know craziness it's though just, i mean yeah. it is cool to, to think about like the the communities that sprout around true crime because it is kind of a it's kind of a weird hobby if you think about it like you know what do you do in your free time well you know i listen to 911 calls of like unsolved murders and i break them down using like psychological investigative tactics and then i make blog posts about it it's like okay that's sick that's like dope like sick as in like it's dope but also it's kind of like damn dude that's that's a little dark i don't know how like what that does to your psyche over time like how i don't know how do detectives deal with that shit after like 25 years man uh, well, there's the reason there's that trope where like every like washed out detective is an alcoholic. Oh, you know, I, isn't that that's like a thing? You know, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like Batman. You know, like what was it, uh, Gordon? Yeah, uh, Gordon Com- Ramsay. Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Oh, that one. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you good, know, like- dude. That was a good Two Face. <laughs> That was really good, actually. I totally got that. Dude, you know, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, too much Dark Knight, too much on Dark. Uh, yeah. A- anyways, but yeah, no. There, I think I think that's the, the biggest reason why. And also, dude, like, there's that other trope too, where it's like, like, 
was it uh, cold case or so uh, frick what's that called i forgot what they what they call it like you're a retired detective or something and like oh oh the the case of my career uh, you know that's right oh like, yeah, yeah yeah it's like a watershed case is that what yeah it's yeah it's like oh you know i spent 20 years on this case i could never figure yeah. it out you know yeah. like i thought you were gonna bring up police academy like oh, i'm too old for this shit <laughs> uh, i mean it, it could be that as well you know yeah. so but yeah, it's probably that, and and maybe nowadays they have therapy too. But I, I can't imagine a therapist wanting to hear all that stuff. A detective probably has to deal with, you know, like, or maybe there's a specific therapist, you know, that that only deals those who have to go through this stuff. So you're saying maybe, maybe, yeah. But then who do they talk to with their problems? You know, so it's, a- it's recursive, dude. It's they don't go to therapists. Yeah. yeah, they they just internalize it and donate to their favorite VTubers. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of VTubers, you know, this has really, this was a terrible segue, but one thing that I thought was kind of weird about these true crime, I mean, not true crime, but serial killers and murderers in general, which is a big part of true crime is like how the press handle murders is the, the sensationalization of the names that oh, yeah, I, that's yeah. something that I still really don't understand. Like why? I know it's kind of like you're the press. You kind of have to hype things up if you want to get people like eyes on your content. Fair enough. But it's kind of ridiculous, man. You have these serial killers that have cooler names than like WWE wrestlers. I'm not even shitting you. Like I would rather have some of these serial killers names than have some of the WWE wrestler names. Like it's unreal. So with that in mind, Chris, Mm -hmm. I've prepared a game for us. Okay. Just to illustrate this point, the game is called W it's called wrestling star or serial killer. Okay. So I have prepared several names, some of them wrestlers, some of them not. And the objective of the game is to guess correctly. Is this a serial killer or a professional wrestler? Awesome. You ready? I love you this. Oh no. I can't believe it, okay. dude. I can't believe this. I can't okay. believe you prepared this game, dude. Okay. I'm so hyped. <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll 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 kind of we'll, we'll warm up into it. So we'll start with an easy one. You should you should, everyone should know this one. So number one. The Undertaker. Oh dude, that's so easy. That's so easy. Walk in your votes, gentlemen. All right, three, two, one. Wrestler, bro. Wrestler, wrestler, wrestler. It's true. That's fine. Bro, if you ain't watched Hell in a Cell growing up, <laughs> Monday Night Raw, dude. That's facts right there. All right. Well, you know what? That was an easy one. I'll give you a freebie. Now we're now we're gonna get into a little more challenging territory. You, you might be surprised here. Okay. So number two, Rampage Brown. Rampage Brown. Rampage Brown. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I, I okay, I think, I think. <laughs> sounds right, right. like a wrestler to me. I feel, it sounds like a wrestler too, but is I'm going to go against my intuition and I'm going to, I think it's a serial killer. You think, you think Rampage Brown is a serial killer? <laughs> I just, I just, I, I'm going to take the okay, contrarian point. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah, we'll, no, never know. Never know. Never know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Chris, you think wrestler? Yep. 
Dirty League serial killer. The answer is is WWE star Oliver Oliver Biden. Serial killer. I don't know, dude. I'm just that's the point. That's the fucking point, dude. Rampage fucking brown. Okay. Number three. The Soviet war machine. Oh, wrestler or serial killer? <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't sound like either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it sounds like a Marvel superhero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soviet war machine. Lock in your votes. <laughs> all right, all right. Wrestler. I'm going to go wrestler. Oh, no, I'm going to go serial killer on this one. one I'm serial go killer? killer? I'm going to okay, go Chris killer. Okay, Chris is going wrestler. All right. Soviet War Machine is indeed a WWE star. <laughs> 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 All right. Chris is, Chris is on point. Janelle is having a rough one. Having a, a speaker. Oh, gosh division. darn it, dude. Come on. Oh, man, that's brutal, dude. All right, you got to pick the, You got to pick it up, Jarrell. Chris is kind of pulling ahead here. Number four. Shanky. <laughs> if that isn't a serial killer, come on, man. <laughs> that that, is, that, come on. Come on. That dude. has to be a serial killer, right? That has to be. So Shanky is an Indian WWE wrestler. <laughs> And former Bollywood star, Shrivinder <laughs> Singh Malhotra. Oh, that's an angle I never even thought about. AKA, gosh, darn. Shanky? Shanky. 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 Like Shank. Shanky. Damn. I, 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 I could never have guessed that he was an Indian dude. That was just, that's just his name. Like, they're just Shanky. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you these fucking names. All right, next up. The Black Widow. And this is this is number five or number six? Number six. Number five. Six. Number five. Number, number five. five. Yeah. The Black Widow. Yeah. The Black Widow. Mm-hmm. See, I'm gonna keep saying serial killer over again, and I'm just gonna end up being oh trolled. God. And it's like oh every single one on this list I, is I, just I, a WWE. Star. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not ruling that out, Jarrell. Don't rule anything Black out. Dog. Widow. I, I don't know. I feel. I feel like I could be a serial killer. I could be a serial killer. I could be okay. So Chris, so you're uh, both I'm, locking in. I'm gonna lock killer. in serial killer. Oh, wow, you're both locking in serial killer. All right. The Black Widow was indeed. A Romanian serial killer yes, convicted right. of well, con, yeah, convicted, convicted it. serial killer. I'm not going to oh, go yeah, into they're... the details. All right, all right, yeah, the Black Willow. Okay, you know, well played, guys. Next up, <laughs> the Killer Clown. That 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 sounds like a killer. I don't, yeah, there's something that, that about definitely... his name, something about it. I don't know what it is, but something about it, it makes me think this is a killer. Jarell? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with with Chris here. There's, there's, uh, it's in the name. So, yeah, I swear okay. though, if this okay. is a WWE, I <laughs> killer clown. Killer clown was a murderer known to have murdered a minimum of double digit people. Oh, okay. Well, fun fact about the killer clown.
the killer clown got their name due to the fact that they often entertained children at social events dressed in a self-devised clown costume executed by lethal injection in 1994 not fun not well it was a fact it was a fact (laughs) number seven the express train there's no way that's a killer there's no way that's a killer that that is a wrestler the express train the express train even as a wwe name that's so bad that's such a bad such a bad wrestler dude what do you mean don't talk smack on his name he might beat you up dude yeah hey dude taking the early train to pound town the express train All right, so Chris, you're locking in. You're locking in wrestler, and then yeah, Jarrell, What are you thinking? I'm locking it in. I mean, I'll. I can't. I can't. Like, it's just such a bad name for both. So, like, I'll have to. I'll have to go with WWE. WWE. Okay, both WWE. WWE. The Express Train was an Egyptian gang leader and oh. and convicted murderer. Oh, what the fuck? No way. The why victims were usually that? thrown off the moving train while they Makes were dead or alive. Uh, that's nah, why it's the Express sense. Train. Duh. Uh, yeah, guys, come on. <laughs> The express context train clues, guys. Context yeah. clues. Context God, clues. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're, we're winding up towards the end. Winding down towards the end. So we got we got three more here. So next up, the beast of Ukraine. Oh, dude, this is this this is this is one I this is this is one I'm like. <laughs> this is hard. Up. The beast of Ukraine, dude. That's yeah. that has to be a serial killer. Come on. Beast of Ukraine. Oh, uh, wrestler. There's no, wrestler. There's, there's wrestler. no way. There's no way it would be a wrestler if it has, like, of a certain country. Come on. He's what do you mean? Soviet wrestler. war machine, my friend. Serial killer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so wrestler. Saying, serial wrestler. Killer. Wrestler. Uh, wrestler. 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 No. Beast of Ukraine, also known as the Terminator, also known as Citizen O, convicted of uh, murders of nine God. people. Damn it. <laughs> When you said also known as the Terminator, I was like, wait, yeah. is that a wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> also known as the Terminator. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're okay, we're serial killer. Okay, we're good, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. <laughs> nice try. Nice try, Chris. Uh, That's good. All right. Yeah. So next up, second to last, we have a, uh, you know, someone who's very near and dear to our hearts. Very special and his person. Name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Your time is up, my time is now, now. You can't see me, my time is now, now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now, now. You can't see me, my time is now. Can we get you, Chris? Serial <laughs> 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 killer? <laughs> oh, who could it be? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, John Cena. That's easy, easy. Job. Wrestler, wrestler. John Cena's been killing it his whole career, like serial killing it his whole career, dude. <laughs> oh no, it's true. He has been serial killing it. Yeah, like consistently, he's been yep. crushing it. Yeah, so, good for John Cena. Yep for, for for being a serial killer of the opportunities. Yep. that he's received, he's crushed every single one of them. Exactly. So exactly. I guess in that, in you know, in some sense, I guess we're all serial killers if you think about it. So. I mean, All right, last no, one. but he, okay. <laughs> last question here. Okay, last name. Wild Pegasus. 
Wild Pegasus. What do you guys think? What kind of name is that? Wild Pegasus? <laughs> that... <laughs> I don't even know what. It sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I'm gonna be real. Uh, right? Honestly, though. Yeah. Well, Pegasus is a character from Yu-Gi-Oh, so that makes a lot of sense. Oh, oh yeah. But he was never wild. He was always oh, Yu-Gi. You know. Yu-Gi yeah, he was boy. always doing the mm, <laughs> yeah. Yu-Gi boy. Shadow Realm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, has to be, wrestler. Uh, has to be serial killer. Come on. Okay, so Jarrell, so we're split again. So we got. Jarrell serial killer Chris Russell. Oh no, I thought I thought it was right. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're no, split. No, no, no. So Wild Pegasus was actually both. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? The Wild Peg I'm not gonna say the name. Wild Pegasus, uh, he was a professional WWE wrestler who ended up killing his entire family and himself. So <laughs> it's, it's not funny. It's not both. funny, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the situation's not funny. But so, you that's, got it's terrible, dude. terrible moment of silence for his family. But still, did I catch you guys? I was totally not expecting that. <laughs> so what came first, the serial killer? Or the... <laughs> oh my god! What do you think, you fucker? <laughs> he kills. Okay, whatever. whatever. Uh, so, oh, the end of the game. <laughs> I figured we'd try to end it on that note, whatever whatever that note was. Honorable mentions, I actually had some more serial killer names. The Werewolf. The Vampire. La Bestia, Spanish for the Beast. And then the Monster of Andes. Why the fuck do these serial killers get such sick names, dude? Yeah, I, won't, I want a name like this without having to kill a bunch of people. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Yeah, they uh, get, if like, I find title and they're everywhere on the news, they're like, just you know. yeah, dude. <laughs> if, if I ask my friends to start calling me La Bestia, I'm getting a pie to the face like every time, dude. 10 out of 10. It's not happening. I don't know. It's not fair. It's not fair. What okay? So the names are one thing, right? One other thing that I kind of stumbled upon for serial killers, Chris. I don't know if you knew this, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and go on a quick tangent. Did you watch the Olympics at all? Tokyo Olympics? Not really, no. Dude. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Uh, sorry, oh. guys. Sorry, guys. My bad. My where's, bad. Your, where's your pride, man? Where's your pride? I'm, my bad, bro. It's all good. It's all good. I, I wanted to dish out a little <laughs> bit of knowledge. So the country, you know the country Colombia, Chris? Yes. So the Colombia earned five medals total at mm -hmm. the Tokyo Olympics. Four silver and one bronze. So, you know. Got on the podium a couple times. It's kind of weird though, you know, they don't get any gold. Seems like they kind of underrepresented overall. And what's kind of weird is that they're overrepresented in a different podium, right? In a different section of extraordinary people, which is serial killers. So if you look at the, the serial killers by count, like by body count, the top two are both Colombian. Really? So they almost they almost sweep the podium in serial killings, like by number, which is insane. I'm looking up top serial killers right now, dude. You'd be surprised. So then I think I think Pakistan takes third. Oh jeez, yeah, you're holy shit. Yeah, but then they the, so another Colombian clocks in at fifth. So like they're 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 basically they're in the majority of the top five. Huh. So like, the, it's kind of fucked up to say. 
but like Colombia literally does better in serial killings than they do in the Olympics. Wow, go Colombia. And you know what's even weirder, Chris Andro, is I was looking at these medals that Colombia has earned. And to be honest, I wasn't even surprised that they won these medals, these particular medals. So one of the silver medals they won was power walking, which I didn't even know was a sport, an Olympic sport, but apparently it is. And it kind of makes sense because if you think the type of training that people in Colombia do, they're just walking away from serial killers the whole time. So their, their whole, their life is at stake. Like in the U S we don't have that shit. We're doing a nice cushy, like training center. Oh, I think I'm going to grab some caviar after my power walk. Whereas these Colombian people are like, shit, I got to get to work. I am fucked unless I'm going like at least like 12 or 13 miles an hour, like walking. So it kind of makes sense that they're and Also, they got like some running, some running medals, which also makes sense. Cause it's like, if walking isn't going to cut it, then you sure as hell better be booking it so i i don't know i thought that was kind of a crazy tidbit is that like some of these countries are actually overrepresented in, in certain things and underrepresented in others kind of makes sense you know certain levels of like poverty and all that stuff but it kind of it kind of makes you think like is the olympics kind of an outdated model of, of showing like a country's excellence do you think there's there'd be like another kind of adjusted metric that we could use to kind of provide some glory to some of these countries. Oh man! <laughs> I don't even know what those metrics would be. We'll just have let that out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just we're gonna go ahead and move on to the next <laughs> the next. Topic. Oh jeez! Uh, I think. I think this might be a good time to move to the final thoughts on the ratings. What do you, what do you guys think? I, I think it's good. I think it's, <laughs> that's a good place to move on. You know, okay. I agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Chris, what, why don't we start with you? What, what do you think about this community overall? You know, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, I mean, I am sort of part of this community. I, I like watching these things, you know, is it weird? maybe but like i feel like of the things we talked like this is nowhere near as weird as like even vtubers i feel like you know like this is pretty run-of-the-mill stuff like my mom watches true crime a lot you know right my Dateline mom, is true crime my mom ain't weird guys so <laughs> yeah I, I'd, I'd give this like a two i'll give it a two. Ooh, a two damn yeah. okay shit Dro, what do you think oh for me dude like i don't know i i've i'm also one of those people that I, I'm not like super, super into the community, but I've definitely gone on the bender for sure. Just like binging a bunch of this type of content because I'm, I'm a horror genre guy. Oh um, yeah. I, I love, I love sometimes watching horror movies, playing horror video games are fun. And so like true crime stuff is like adjacent to that a little bit. So like, you know, if like I'm curled up in my bed and feel secure, I'm willing to engage with the true crime content. And so Yes, I don't find it that weird. In fact, I, I, I'd say it's pretty normal for most people. I would say the only aspect that is deviating from the norm here is, is just how freaking committed people are uh, online to this stuff. Like, it, it's blown up to such a big genre that, like, 
it's like a full-on game for people to just theorize like oh my gosh it's like this and that right and then there's a huge fascination with with the killers themselves like there's movies literal movies about like like the zodiac killer for example there was like a good chunk of movies about them like there's yeah, such a big 2020 presidential campaign too that was like yeah all, i mean all geez, the crap man. was crazy he's yeah. just like <laughs> everywhere on tv <laughs> <laughs> and so I would actually I would actually give it a similar score to Chris for sure. I, I don't find it. I'm probably also desensitized too. I don't really find it weird. I'd probably give it a two as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I I agree with a lot of the sentiments you guys mentioned. Are, are you inclined um, though? Or I would be inclined to agree. Oh, I think. Okay. Just making sure. <sighs> yeah. That they put that in the drinking game, dude. How many <laughs> times are we inclined to agree, man? I think. Overall, yeah. You know, true crime is definitely, I mean, I, I see my dad watching true crime stuff all the time. Like, it, it seems like something you just kind of sit on the couch and kind of like potato out and just enjoy. It's interesting. Enjoy. It's like, it it grab like it grabs you, dude. It really does. And it like keeps you on the edge of your seat a lot of times. Dateline NBC does a good job of this, that type of stuff. Alex Jones, fantastic, you know, conspiracy. That's... <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a great guy. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. I think a little what what is a little bit weird is like Jarrell mentioned, this almost fetishization of like the it's like putting these these serial killers kind of like on a pedestal, putting their face and their name on like the cover of like and then, whatever and, show and also the, uh, producing. The title, their title. And the title. Yeah, it's like that that type of stuff. It does seem a little bit it's not weird because it's been happening for such a long time, but I do think that's something that it is curious to me. Like why, like the morality, like the ethical dilemma that you face when you're like, okay, I'm going to make a lot of money doing this because it's interesting and it's engaging for people. But at the same time, it's like, what are you doing pushing this narrative forward of this like prolific serial killer or like criminal? Like, what does that do other than just like entertain people? What are the implications behind that? So I think there, there is a little bit of like interesting stuff there. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it a three. I think there's some interesting stuff. I don't necessarily see this going like super, super, super deep. I think there's a lot of people who, who are interested in stuff and they just go down rabbit hole, but that's not unique to true crime. I don't think. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be a three for me. It's going to be a three for me, dog. All right. So with that, we have an aggregate internet weird rating or wait, weird internet <laughs> rating score of. Two point three repeating. Oh, okay. Two point three. Yeah, one of the lower ones for sure. Yeah, one of the lowest ones. Okay. How long is this fucking audience, dude? They're done. They're done. Right, they're done. <laughs> cool. Damn. All right. Well, we got the ratings. We got the final thoughts. I think there's only one thing left to do, boys, and that's a mosey on out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. This soundboard is going to be so invasive in the future. I, mean, I can already tell it's going to be like no other. Oh, God. Anyways, I think this is a good place to wrap it up for this episode of the Weird Internet Podcast. Yes. Hope you all enjoyed the uh, discussion that we had about true crime. Apologize if we offended anyone, but hey, I, I gave you a trigger warning. If you didn't log off then, 
I can't, I can't say I didn't tell you so. So until next time, I think we're going to be talking about cuddlers and the yeah, online. That, that, that's, that's if we make progress. On the... Yeah, we'll see. Next episode tentative, but stay tuned and we will see you all next time. Thank you so much and take care. See you next time. Peace.